Welcome to Market Wave. We're so glad that you've joined us. So glad that you're listening with us. I'm Danielle Terrellong, CEO of DRT Communications. And I am joined by one of the best strategists, the biz- best business strategists here mm-hmm. in Jamaica, who really serves, you know, companies and, and, and entrepreneurs across the world. Her name is Stacey Hines. Hi. Many of you know her from the ICD group here in Jamaica, <laughs> but really serves a lot of entrepreneurs and, and growing businesses in Jamaica as a consultant. And she's also the chairman of DRT Communications. So that's also my blessing. <laughs> Thank you, Stace, for being with us. Does that mean that I'm also chairman of Market Wave? You are chairman as of a Market Wave. Of- DRT. As a pro- yes. Look how we did that. <laughs> we just scaled this business right up. Yeah. We just scaled up your, your, um, your portfolio. That's right. So that means I'm the CEO of MarketWay. Yes, you are. So I'm CEO of two companies. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like, it feels like five. So today we want to talk about what if. What would have happened if? And there's so many situations, so many global stories mm-hmm. that we can see, you know, what would have happened if? We have no questions in our minds that DRT communications, that if you have proper monitoring and measurement mm-hmm. in place as just one of the things you have to do, you know, you get to, to see what's trending. You get to hear yeah. what your consumer is saying. You get to know what people are liking and not liking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing big companies. We, you know, our team said, what if Blockbuster um, had media monitoring. Now, before you jump in, I think there are many of our listeners who are too young to even remember even what Blockbuster was. Yeah. So there was this time, true. long time ago, long once time. upon a time, um, where you could rent VHSs, otherwise known as cassette tapes, and then um, it went into DVDs, which I hope everybody listening to this podcast knows yeah, about. Yeah, I think everybody would know DVDs. I mean, like... No, DVD, you know, CD, you know? Yeah, the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But... You could go to a store called Blockbuster across the United States and certain parts of Canada and rent a VHS if you missed it in the movies. I used to love going to Blockbuster, by the way. I know. I mean, and when they started selling like popcorn and sodas and so stuff you were like that, the I was, full experience. Yes, I was like wicked. It used to be like a weekend family trip. Absolutely. We're going to Blockbuster. Going. It's Friday afternoon after school. Parents come home. Let's go to Blockbuster. And everybody's like, yeah. And it was also a big part of date night. Like you didn't just watch yes. the movie. The big part of the date yes. was going to Blockbuster, going to Blockbuster, choosing the movie together. Yes. And then they would have cool sales, like, you know, three, four, nine ninety nine yes. um, extra days. So you had to return these VHSs, whether in, in 24 hours or 48 yes. hours, you were a member of Blockbuster. The hot movies you had to carry back within, within 24, 24 hours. Within 24 hours, no matter what. Yeah. So you were forced Jeez. on date night or family <laughs> night to watch this super fast. And that was a big part of, I would say, the, you know, 90s into the early 2000s of how we experienced movies once they left the theater. Yes. Right. And then, of course, it moved from cassettes into into DVDs. Now, um, now that you know, if you're too young, um, now you know what Blockbuster was. We can say what happened. Yeah. Keyword was, right? Was. What was. What? So Stacey, yeah. you remember. I think you were living in Atlanta or Canada yeah, at the time. Somewhere over there. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in North America. But essentially what started to happen was you started to get other communications around ways to see movies. Right. right? And I actually remember um, getting an email about a company called Netflix. Right. And it started out 
um, where you would get something in the mail. So Blockbuster actually went that route as well, where right. persons didn't necessarily want to go to the store. Mm-hmm. And so you started to get your DVDs in the mail. Right. And, um, and then this thing, Netflix popped up. I was like, oh, okay, so there's another blockbuster. It was kind of like, you know, what's what's that about? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, who are you? Um, and I think the convenience aspect of it is what started to take over. Now, clearly, they didn't necessarily have as many movies right. as Blockbuster. Because Blockbuster had all the hot yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, and Blockbuster had choices as well. You could bring the, you know, you could drop off the DVD back on your way to work. So you could stay home and get it sent to you and then you could take it back to the store. So there were a few options that were were, were happening there. But the curiosity around, well, who is this Netflix? Right. Um, you know, and what is it? Is it kind of a blockbuster? Is it, you know, yeah. does it is it subsidiary? Because Blockbuster kind of owned the space. Right. You know, you so, were always going to Blockbuster. It was kind of like yeah. Band-Aid or, you know, any yeah. of those things. And um, and then also what started to pop up were um, boxes, they're called red, red box, box, where you'd yeah. see, like you'd be going to the supermarket and you come outside and there's this box with movies mm-hmm. that you can now pick up. Now the, the whole supermarket thing was just genius because you're yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. So now I have these different options right. and it's not just Blockbuster anymore. Right. And, um, and they, they went straight to the convenience factor. Yeah, straight yeah. to the convenience factor, which was a big deal, especially when you lived in places that were cold mm-hmm. and they had real winters. Really? And you don't necessarily <laughs> you don't want, want to, to go to the video you store. You don't want to go to the video store, <laughs> you know? So so that's what kind of started happening in yeah. this space. Yeah. And then we started seeing where they started to leverage things like you could keep this movie for a week. Yes, yeah. the one week thing was stellar. Was real. And, yeah. and, and, and we see, you know, in post-case studies where even the consumer didn't want to pay the late fees because when you didn't we didn't talk about that before but when you didn't return that movie in 24 hours yeah. it was like five dollars even though you had rented the movie for 3.99 yeah i hated blockbuster debt yeah blockbuster <laughs> debt was a real thing like, it was a real thing and, and they got you with it too you know because they knew you would want a movie yes and you can't get another one until you pay the until late fee until you play your blockbuster yes. debt it was no so, joke it so. was a, it was a real thing <laughs> Um, I mean, I would tell you a story about a CEO of a, of a marketing company, you know, just a crazy story that could yeah. never clearly happen of, you know, going between her boy, her boyfriend's blockbuster debt and her blockbuster debt and yes, clearing one. And see. then, and then that one was still racking up and then switching, oh switching over as I get it. I get as it. they try to clear their blockbuster debt. I'll just debt. open a new account. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because, and late fees would, would keep adding up. And we see where Redbox and Netflix with these, you know, mail, they leverage the convenience. And yeah. we also see where you had more time with movies. Yeah. You also had the opportunity for no late fees yeah. was a was a big thing. And that's what consumers started to demand. Yes, and enjoy. And um I think though what what I didn't expect was I didn't expect to see blockbuster stores starting to close. To close down. I didn't expect that. No, and it I feel I, I don't remember exactly, but I feel like it happened pretty fast. Yeah. And maybe it was in line with how quickly people took on to the, the work that was done by Netflix and, and Redbox in in terms of leveraging that convenience, saving you a dollar, there was no blockbuster debt any, yeah. anymore. How quickly they moved. And then bang, it's like blockbuster was. Exactly. Now, if they had media monitoring, right. possibly they would have seen the shift towards these new 
entities that right. didn't exist before. And what the consumers were saying. You yeah. Know? So I tell our clients all the time, it's not so much when, you know, we have no, we have no reservation in saying that we're the best media monitoring agency um, in the Caribbean. And here's why. We get to tell you we have um, the opportunity to, we know what's happening in the media space mm-hmm. ourselves because we're also a, a marketing agency. But we, so we know what's happening in the space and we're aggregating this data in real time. So you know trends that are happening as they are happening. Yep. You're yep. hearing the conversation. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend, you know, Blockbuster was our client. We'd be able to tell them right away, listen, you have consumers saying late fees is a problem. Yes. They are bigging up, as we say in Jamaica. <laughs> Um, the the fact that there are no late fees, they're, you're able to hear these trends as they're happening. Yeah. We're aggregating them. We can give you a three month report, a one month report, wow. a one day report. Um, and so you know that can sound like a hard sell, but I'm not. It, I'm what I'm saying is, when you we now have the opportunity to know what's happening and as trends develop. That's the part that I think is really powerful. I think um, in a talk before, I called it the crystal ball of marketing right. and um, and the value that's in that. You know, And I, I do a lot of social media stuff. Right. Uh, and, and oftentimes, I really want to know, is this, you know, carrying through across different channels? Like, is anybody out there really hearing me? Right. You know, where is that wave? That, yeah, where is that wave that going? Market that wave? market wave, yes. Where is that wave <laughs> going? You know, and um, and I oftentimes wonder if persons are really clear on the uh, the power that they would be able to unleash in their marketing strategy right. if they had a proper monitoring, yeah. a pr- proper measurement. And for me, you know, when I meet with CEOs now and, and certainly marketing directors, we're seeing where more are asked well, they're not making strategic decisions yeah. these days without the data yeah. to support so um tell me a little bit about as a strategist um you know we've we're not fully off of the blockbuster story but we we work with big entities and some yeah. small ones too you know that that importance of watching your trends of monitoring and measurement yeah. as a strategist yeah no absolutely and i can definitely tie it back even to the blockbuster story because um, what a strategist uses in terms of insight is not just data from the market, but also what is happening inside the organization, right? right? So if I knew that I'm coming in to help Blockbuster plan for their next strategic planning period, right? And we're going to set out on the next big move that we're going to take. Are we going to acquire somebody? Are we going to merge? Um, you know, are we going to look at focusing um, in resources on a specific area? I'd want to know, well, what has been happening lately? And so when the CEO or founder for Netflix came into their doors and said, hey, I have this niche product that is really doing wonders for me and I think Blockbuster should buy it, I would have been able to advise the CEO on, you know, we could actually test that and see how it works. So even without having media monitoring, they could have used the relevant data that they would have gotten on the ground to make some insightful decisions. Now, if you have media monitoring, then as a strategist, that's like gold for me. Right. Because I'm then able to walk in using existing information that's confirmed quality quality data, right? And then we can now build a plan that is using that information. And it's robust. Absolutely. It stands up. It stands up. It's proven data. Mm -hmm. You have metrics that go along with it. So you can even... 
yes, it's time. So you can even test the key results that you are expecting to get. Yeah. And then if that's not happening, you can look back at your strategy and say, okay, well, where can we pivot? Absolutely. And you can go back to your monitoring results and say, okay, well, we, we haven't tried this and this seems to be working for our competitors over here. Right. Maybe we can leverage this and do something different. Right. And know? just, I mean, f for those who don't know, actually what did happen with Blockbusters, we read in, in our research, is that he pretty much laughed the Netflix yeah. guy out of his office yeah. and said, whatever. You yeah, know, we're we like the boss. Space. We are the boss. Netflix, who you're in your niche. Just kind of stay there. Just stay there. And, yeah. um, and they were disrupted. They were surely disrupted. Yeah. And then we see, you know, I, we were talking earlier and it's like, mm, Oscars now? Yes. Netflix in the Oscars. I, don't, I think Netflix is doing things that not even they thought they were going to be doing Absolutely. initially. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the initial dream was, you know, we could make this so much simpler for customers and maybe we could get Blockbuster to buy us. Buy us. Right? Yes. And then Blockbuster said, ah! and now Netflix is like bossing it. Absolutely. I mean, when you can, they had the most, they were nominated, one of their movies, um, I think it's The Irishman, this past Oscar season, right. was nominated for like 14 categories. Categories, absolutely. And the guy, the, the, they were saying, well, you didn't necessarily win anything. And they were like, who cares? We okay. didn't exist, it, uh, you know, a couple of decades ago. And <laughs> our, our brand is associated yeah. with it. And we, and, and importantly, Netflix is staying on trend. Yes. They're seeing what the, they could easily, easily say, you know, we're going to stay in our space of yes. just movies that were in the theater. And, but no, I think they would have learned from even what happened with, with Blockbuster. Yeah. We're staying on trend. We're realizing that, you know, diversity, different types of, of, um, different types of, you know, content, mm -hmm. um, that people are yearning after Sh short versions, TV series, produce, um, production, yeah. acquisition of, of content. And you know what? I think that media monitoring offers um, that Netflix has at, it, at its fingertips where a lot of the companies that we serve may not have at their fingertips. Right. They have that data yes. because people are coming onto their platform and are interacting, engaging with the movies. With They're Netflix, yeah. pa so certain patterns, behavioral patterns. So they have that real-time information yeah. just based on their platform. Right. What media monitoring is doing is it's offering that insight to companies to who companies don't have who, that. Ah, right. Who don't, who have, don't that. have that. They can get the real-time comparisons. Yeah. They can do the tracking and monitoring. Mm -hmm. So I think there's um, there's that hidden magic mm -hmm. that is not so hidden if you have media monitoring. If you have a media monitoring and measurement service. And the other thing is, you know, people might be saying, oh, that was Blockbuster, that was the States, you know, or, or cer certainly North America. But we have seen examples locally where we can do a what if. We have... You know, a large telecom, of course, that, you know, dominated much of the Caribbean um, for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the way, it's now my perfect example when I give speeches of um, that, that company as a, as a rebound brand, as a mm -hmm. company that has come back in such a powerful way that's appealing to customers in, in an extraordinary way. Um, but we saw where they had a monopoly mm -hmm. and and competitor was able to come in and leverage customer um insights. customer insights yeah. and actually um outdo them yes. for quite a while yes. and if you you could think that if there was a me media monitoring technology available for that you know initial te the telecoms that had that monopoly 
if they were a focused one on, mm-hmm. on the consumer needs, but had that insight coming to them in a very real way, yeah. a very timely way, yeah. would things have, would, would a competitor be able really, to come in and kind of just swipe the market? Yeah, I think timely is, um, is what is also really critical, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think one of the challenges that a lot of persons inside of organizations face, and maybe even what was happening inside of Blockbuster, is you may have had persons in there that were forward thinking and, yes. and, and looking towards the future and having ideas um, that could have become the next Netflix, mm-hmm. right? But if they didn't have the data to support it, right. having that conversation with a CEO or a chief marketing officer right. or whatever the person's title was may have been difficult for them. Right. And so, I can give you two super examples that I tell my, I tell, you know, potential clients all the time and even our existing PR clients. You know, one of the things is don't wait till a crisis comes. We have a yeah. client that's in a crisis right now. And, you know, we had to set them up r- really fast, of course, um, you know, get the, if they had been in our system before, we would have been able to catch their, their crisis for them. But also, um, when you are in continuous measurement, you could probably foresee yeah. that this media crisis um, was going was gonna to hit you. The other thing that happens, we, so we have our news monitoring where it's, you know, monitoring everything that's happening, the conversation happening in talk shows and, you know, news as mm-hmm. it is happening across all media platforms. Mm-hmm. We also have our ad monitoring where we're, be able, we're able to look and see how how a competitive space and industry is actually spending money mm. in the advertising space. Oh, that's good. Now, being able, and being able to even look at the creative against your own and that's available to you in real time. Yeah. And I'm saying if 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 we have those that data available in real time, you're able to respond and react in real time because we're living in a very real time yeah. life. Yes. Right? <laughs> life is real at, time. At demand, on demand, always, <laughs> always. for the consumer, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, and I think what's, what's really empowering about having tools like media monitoring and ad monitoring is that you can say this is why i'm making that decision right you know the why is answered answered. and 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 our intention for our strategy or the reason why we're going in this direction is because of this why why yeah Yeah. so the why becomes thing and 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 if if you talk to any ceo and especially a cfo if you have to report in your Mm -hmm. finances into one Mm -hmm. um is they're going to say why why are we doing this yeah and and having a a proper monitoring service in place allows you to answer that why in an irrefutable way. Yeah. And nobody can question whether your sponsorship of some fest or mm-hmm. St. Lucia Jazz Festival or, you know, J- Jamaica Carnival, whatever it is, nobody is able to question whether that is a good idea or a bad idea, depending on what you're presenting, because you have the ability to look at how the competitive space advertised you. Yes. That. How was the media talking about it? How were consumers engaging with your product during that time? What were they saying, your service? Um, and and be able to make empirical decisions. decisions. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, that's what's being demanded of us. You know, brand managers, PR experts, marketing experts. We are having more stasis in our space right now demanding mm-hmm. on behalf of CFOs and CEOs that we are doing things strategically. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. I think competitive advantages is a uh, top of mind for everybody, and of course, that falls squarely within the the, the portfolio of marketing. Right. And um, it also um, demands us in a way to check our egos at the door and to have an 
outside in view versus an inside out view mm -hmm. because I believe that's really what was going on with Blockbuster is right. that it was very much about, you know, where we're the kingpins. And so we don't need to really know what else is happening. We already know what we know. Right. And, and we're living it. So yeah. I see a lot of the time when, you know, I may go to, um, you know, some fest. And because I love Taurus Riley and Beanie Man, I end up having a remarkable experience. I walk away from some fest saying, my God, some fest was the greatest this year. Yes. But if you get, if you, if you look at the monitoring tool, was it really, did everyone, right. and by the way, some fest, the reports are always fantastic. I'm just using a, um, a hypothetical example. example. Mm -hmm. But, you know, any form of stage show, if Taurus is there, it's a great time for me. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, I don't care if it's like in the parking, parking lot down here. That's the best stage show I've ever been to every time Taurus performs in front of me. But was it really? Yeah. Because sometimes when we in marketing are experiencing something, we're experiencing it through our own emotions, our own lenses. Mm -hmm. But what we want is that to check our ego at yes. the door when we get back into the boardroom. Absolutely. And say, yeah, I was there and I thought it was a great experience. But here's the data to back it up. Yeah. Funny enough, I may have had a good time, but 65% of people, according to our social media report, uh, had a negative sentiment engagement right. oh, look around at that. it. See the marketing oh, words, negative sentiment, sentiment experience, <laughs> experience yeah. around it. And um, we noticed that we had anticipated two and a half million dollars worth of media coverage and, and certainly, you know, disc jocks and talk shows talking about it. But mm, actually, we didn't get um, $2.5 million or 30 articles. We only got 10 mm -hmm. and we were only mentioned with no visuals. Which is huge because huge. you have this marketing budget yeah. that is always being clawed back, right? And the first one to get caught yes, every single time. Yes, it's always the first one to get caught and to be able to actually see how your ad spend is really being used. Being worked. Yeah, yeah. being worked. Your promotional spend, yeah. your PR spend. Are you really, I mean, I, are, you I, getting, are you getting the value? Even to, to measure your agencies. I tell, I tell our clients all the time. Use our media monitoring software to even assess us. Clearly, I want them to assess our competitors yeah, more. Yeah. But I want them to assess the yeah. work that we're doing. But really, I always say it's an auditing fee. So mm -hmm. every year, you know, you spend between 1% and 2% of your average revenue on auditing um on auditing your company's finances. Yeah, Why not use one to two percent of your marketing budget? Yeah. So by the way, because that helps you get the ten percent increase you yes. want next year. Yes. You know? And it helps you to validate the spend that you are already allocating. Allocating to and marketing. seeing if things are really a good idea. Yeah. No, yeah. that's so true. So I love I love the what if. Yeah, about the what if I know. I love the what if. We I'm should so what excited. if somebody else next time. We were gonna what if. We should do more what ifs. I think that's the plan. So on that note, what if, if you have a, a what if, email us at marketwave at drtcommunications.com. Of course, you're following us at DRT Communications on Instagram or Facebook. We want to know what your what if example would be. Any questions for Stacy or myself? Stacy, that I am Stacy Hines. I am at Daniel DRT and, of course, at DRT Communications. Communication. Way too many handles going on <laughs> right there. Our editors are going to have a hard time filling all of these in on the screen. But, you know, email us or, yeah. or, or, or tag us on what ifs and, and what are some of the things that you would like to see or know about measuring and monitoring. You know, I always want to speak to young people coming up in the business, right? Because I have to interact. We, you know, we give talks at universities all the time. You know, Stay tuned into this podcast. It's not it's it, it's to, it's it's a space for us to learn. Yes. and of course, and and learn from each other. Even you know, we'll have different guests. 
Um, but I'm also speaking to our marketing directors, our, our brand managers. This, this space is going to be, you know, we want people to have that aha moment. You know, mm-hmm. we all, many, if you're a marketing director, I'm assuming you're a little bit older than maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> so you may actually, in fact, know about Blockbuster. And our hope is that you did have an aha moment and stick stick yeah. with us for Market Wave yeah. to see what other aha. I agree with that. Absolutely. And thanks for having me for this one. Thank you for being I'll come back. You come back? Yes. That's good. Well, she's my chairman. She kind of has to come back. (laughs) But I think she actually enjoyed herself, so we're glad she'll be back. Thanks for joining us for Market Wave. Reach out to us. And um, at below, beside, I don't know where the editors are going to put this in, so it's going to get really funny. Um, (laughs) No. Thanks. And see you for our next episode of Market Wave. (laughs) 